0: Welcome to Nutre Herself. I'm your host Amanda and I'm a midlife stepmom who's passionate about the ins and outs of nurturing yourself. I am so excited to share my story and the stories of others who can also share their inspirations because I know life is effing hard and I get that and so often as women I feel we put ourselves last. I want this podcast to be here so you know you're not alone and if I can help you with some of the journey that's a huge bonus. So I invite you grab my hand and together we will be the women who choose ourselves in this next journey. Let's get started. Hi, my friends. I am so glad you're here. Um, I am talking today about how it takes a year and it doesn't always take a year, but it takes time, doesn't it? Just everything takes time and we know this. And I was reminded of this the other day. Um, For two reasons. One, I was listening to a Mel Robbins podcast, one of my favorite people, and she was talking about how it takes a year. And right after that, I went to a hot yoga class. And yes, a hot yoga class is very, very hot, (laughs) Um, but it's been pretty amazing. I've been to two now. And when I first signed up for it, I was like, "Mm, I am definitely going to be that person in class in the back who's like, kind of always trying to catch up, not knowing what everybody's doing, but you know what? I'm going to I'm going to pull my pants up and I'm going to do it, right? I'm I'm just going to try it out. And I'll let you know that I started yoga about a year ago. In the past I've been to like one or two classes, so I kind of knew a little bit about it, but about a year ago I started doing it on Peloton and I fell in love with it because it let my mind be still. I do slow yoga with Chelsea Jackson. So if you ever try Peloton, I highly recommend. I also highly recommend Chelsea Jackson. She's amazing. And she does slow yoga, which is about my style, my speed, right? Slow. So that I really got to learn the movements and the positions and you hold them longer, which is nice. Um, It's definitely harder. You can feel your muscles working, but it also puts that, that, Um, muscle memory into my mind. So I think I really started um, really understanding it more. She explains it as you go through. I was starting to get the movements down, starting to get the flow down. Even now, like I incorporated it at the beginning of the school year, I wake up earlier and I do a 10 minute slow yoga flow with her. And it's just a part of a habit. Now this last week, my husband, was out of work for, for vacation. And I still had work. I still got up. I did not turn the TV on because I didn't want to wake him up, but I was still get up and do it because I knew it in my head now. Right. Like it's just a habit that I have because I've been doing it. And, um, so I was like, all right, I'll try the hot yoga. Well, I went into the hot yoga and I left after that class, like, oh my God, I am actually more flexible than I thought I was. I actually knew all the positions that the lady put out there. (laughs) I was like, oh yeah, I've done this before. I actually uh, felt like I could actually do the class and not be worried about what everybody else was doing. And if I was doing it right, it was just like a whole transformation. If I would have gone a year ago from now, what a huge transformation. Like I totally felt like I belonged in that class and that made me think after listening to the podcast and then that like hey you know what it definitely takes a year and then i started really reflecting plus you know it's that time of year it just is january 2024 so it's that time of year and it really made myself think that yeah there are no quick fixes in life right like if you want something to stick and you want to last you have to keep repeating it over and over and over and over again Um, another example of how I've done that in the last year and a year and a half is retraining my body to not diet and not to spend energy and anxiousness about dieting. And that has taken a year. I am now just to a point where I feel an actual physical shift in my body where the other night I was like, you know what? I don't think I need that sugar tonight. I don't think I need that last meal. I am ready to respect my body, but that has taken about a year, about a year ago, probably like a year and a year ago, half ago, I started researching and trying to practice this thing called, excuse me, intuitive eating. And that is going right back to the basics, right? Like when we were babies and when we were little kids, what we tried to do, it's allowing your body to tell you when to eat, how much to eat, and what to eat. And being able to listen to your body, like it knows when it's actually hungry. It knows when it's actually full. It knows what it actually needs in order to get the energy to get throughout your day. But we have been trained ever since we were toddlers to eat certain things and certain times of the days and certain amounts. And I have definitely been in that place where I have been like, Finish your plate, you know, which now I feel really bad about. But <clears throat> um, so as part of that process, and it takes a long time of letting go of all of that stuff that we've been taught since we were toddlers, all the diet propaganda that's out there, all the ideas that have implanted themselves in my mind and in my body, all the thoughts also of food being good or bad. I mean, food is inherently just food is not good. It's not bad. It's not evil. It's not naughty. It is just literally food. So are there foods that make me feel bad? Absolutely. There are some foods out there that are labeled bad. And when I eat them, I feel bad. However, there are also foods out there that are labeled good, nutritious, and healthy, and they make my body, my specific body feel really bad. So we really have to stop listening to what everybody else has saying and all the labels that are out there and all the propaganda that's out there and start listening to our body. And our body will eventually tell us. Um, Part of this process, I had to stop thinking of the bad versus good food and that lifetime and diet culture I soaked in. And part of that cycle, I don't know if this is you, but this is me 100% in that last meal, quote unquote, last meal, um, like that thought of, well, okay, so I'm going to start Monday. So therefore this is my last meal. I think I'll go all out or this is my last weekend. So I'm just going to be crazy. Or this is my last snack. So I'm going to eat the whole box of chocolates, (laughs) like all that last meal kind of thing. Oh my God. That was probably the hardest thing to overcome. And I'm not saying I don't fall back into all the things. I definitely do, but I definitely know how to get out of there faster now. So I had to like wean myself off of that type of thinking. And it has taken about a year. And now I know that like, if I want a piece of chocolate, I can have a piece of chocolate. It's not bad. It's just what I'm craving right now. And because I'm just craving it right now, and I can have it if I want it, I don't necessarily have to eat a whole bag. And this took, to be honest with you, about a year for this to happen. I went through a phase where I hardcore ate a lot of sugar every single night because I could. I was letting my body do whatever it wanted. And for a while, before I could truly listen to my body, my mind was like, sugar, 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 sugar. sugar." (laughs) Absolutely. But now that my mind and my body are connected and kind of thinking, like, okay, you can have it whenever you want. It's not bad. It's not forbidden. Now my body and my mind, especially, can relax a little bit. And I have it when I crave it. And that's okay. So it's a long process. I'll probably do a podcast in the future about intuitive eating because it's truly amazing. Please go research it if you haven't. But They're very clear in there and they are a hundred percent right. It is a long process, Um, a lifetime of process, right? But it's a long process to get all those thoughts and all those ideals out of your head and start to learn to trust your body. So thinking back on the last year, that has been definitely something that has taken a year. Another example for me is becoming a coach and starting my own business. That is definitely not something that happens overnight. That takes time. And I I am definitely at a point where I'm kind of like frustrated and like, well, I'm not seeing a whole lot of forward momentum. However, when I stop and I reflect back at my year, at the beginning of this year, I didn't know anything about sales. I didn't even know what like my niche wanted to be. And now I definitely know that I want to be centered around self-care and nurturing yourself. I mean, I didn't even know what the title of my coaching program should be. I didn't know any of that. So this last year I have learned and I have grown so much as an individual and who I am and who I want to be that now at the end of this year, I definitely am feeling more aligned with my business, with my coaching, how I can help others. And the, programs that I have coming up that I'm so excited about because I made everything I learned mine. Um, I took everything I learned from my coaching certificates, all my other certificates that I took, because I'm a teacher. That's what we do. We get certificates. And I just kind of metamorphosized, created my own program that I'm super excited about. So that takes about a year. And you know what? In another year, I bet I'll look back and I'll be like, oh my God, I thought I knew what I was going to do last year, and look at what I'm going to do this year. Anyways, so we know that anything worth having is definitely worth working for, and knowing is not going to be instant because instant does not equal lasting change. Instant is like a band aid or a piece of tape when you actually need glue, right? When you actually need that lasting change, that change that you don't even have to think about it anymore. That habit, that's what we want, right? And so small steps are the key to that. And I know at this time of year, it's really easy to say, okay, I'm going to hop on that diet and I'm going to lose the weight. I am going to join the gym and take all the classes. I am going to start meditating an hour every day, like all these really, really big goals that are exciting and I'm so happy for you to get them. But small steps are really, really, I promise you the key to getting there. So maybe you start with a two-minute meditation, a two-minute journal of right, a small step towards the outcome you desire, and then you can add on to it. Then you can take another step and another step. So maybe you say, you know what, before I jump on that diet, maybe I'm going to start listening to my body for a while and seeing what it needs. Maybe instead of, uh, I- I'll join the gym, but I know that I can only go Twice a week, and that's what be okay. Because the rest of the week, I will try to fit it in somewhere else. Maybe it's not. I'm going to meditate for an hour every day. Maybe it's every day. I'm going to start with a two minute meditation, and then in a couple of weeks, I'll go to three, and then four minutes, and then five minutes, and then work my way up there. So yeah, is it going to take time? Absolutely, and that can suck because I know we live in a world where it's quick, 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 quick. However. I can promise you that if you take your time and you take those small steps, maybe it's six months, maybe it's a year, maybe it's a couple of years. But as long as you keep making those small steps, you will get there. And it won't be that long, honestly, until you aren't even noticed that you're taking the steps. You're taking them without even thinking about it. And they're going to become part of your life and they become that habit. So when you think about you physically walking, you don't necessarily think about you walking, right? I can walk down my hall into my kitchen and I'm not really thinking about, I got to put one foot in front of the other, now my left foot, now my right foot. No, you just walk, right? You don't really think about it. It's not until you are maybe hurt or injured and you need some care to get back to that and that's your nurturing and your self-care or if you're like walking up a hill, right? I know that when I hike. Or walk up a hill, I, I think about one foot in front of the other, one foot in front of the other. I'm almost up the hill, I'm almost up the hill, right? Or if you're walking across a bumpy, hard, like jagged, where it's hard to walk, you know, like a dirt road, or we were hiking up this area once, I had a lot of big boulders on it. I had to think about where my feet went. That part is the physical journey that you're going through. But once you get up to the top, once you get through that part, once you get to the top of the hill, past the jagged rocks, you can look back and be like, ah, wow, look how far I've come. It just took this one mountain, this one year, and look how far I have come. I made it through all those hard places. I made it through the places where I didn't have to think about it anymore, I put my grit in, my effort, I made it, I walked up and now I can look back and be like, wow, what a view. What a view, what a year. I can't wait to climb the next mountain. I can't wait to go on the next journey. I can't wait for the next year when I can try all of this on something else. So that's what I wanted to come to you today to remind you that it does take time, that it does take small steps. But when you get to look back, What a view. What a view. And such a well-deserved view. And that's what I want for you, my friends. I want you to be able to look back and just be so grateful and so appreciative and be able to celebrate everything that you accomplished by doing those small steps. So that's what I'm coming today to say to you, I love you. I hope you have a great day. One step in front of the other. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If this resonated with you or you think someone else could benefit, please share this episode and tag me. I truly want you to grab my hand so together we'll be the women who choose ourselves in this next journey. See you next time.